Wow. Wow. So, my buddy Jason just sent me a video that Dan Orla Orlovsky, you know, the guy in ESPN, he's on. Well, he's, is he on first take? He's the big... Listen, he's great at, at, at prognosticating. Not, not even... He is a great guy, former quarterback, played for the Lions, NFL, you know, great at analyzing, breaking down plays. But to say that he could play for the Jets right now as quarterback... Well, this is the thing. Stephen A. Smith, first of all, uh, Marcus Spears took his glasses and put it down. And then Stephen A. Smith says, you have, to stay in, you have to stay in bounds. There's a famous picture of him stepping out of bounds when he was playing for the Lions. And they're just laughing and laughing. And the, I, 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 the, the host, the female host, was like, low blow, Stephen. Low blow, Stephen A. Low blow, Stephen A. It was hilarious. Jason sent me that today. I was laughing my ass off. To my friend... Friends, Shari and Rob are going to the Jets game tonight. I was supposed to go with Jay. Jay is in Illinois with his wife and kids for Christmas. So he said, do you want the tickets or should I try to sell them? I said, sell them. I looked on SeatGeek. Tonight's game, I saw fantastic seats for $34. I know those tickets are like two, 300 So people are going to take a beating tonight. And we have the number one and number two picks in the 2021 draft. And Salah brought up that the fans or the or the i guess the the prognosticators or the the critics want instant coffee well yes we do want instant coffee in our quarterbacks we want quarterbacks who can come to play and play and show improvement and show that they're the reason that they you know that they're a reason why they could give you hope you, you know the problem is the jets were five and two which were they're playing above their heads and again you know you want a game against cleveland you should have never won but you're five and two you've got sauce gardner in half the games he's given up receivers one reception. I mean, he's getting the job done. You have a defense that's pretty damn good, and you have an offense that you know. Listen, I know what. What are they now? Five and three with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Right, they're five and three. Yeah, I think they're five and three with him. Or is it six and three? I I don't think White's won a game. I think Flacco's won one game. But yeah, Flacco's yeah. So they make or five. Wait, you know. I, I, I got to look that up again because when I talk and I don't have the numbers in front of me, you know, I look like uh, a yo-yo. But I know that he has a winning record as quarterback. Well, they're five and one when he got then he got benched five and two, five and three. He won a game. So wait, wait. Yeah, I think he, he yes, I think Wilson has six wins if I'm correct, and Flacco has the other because they won in Cleveland. So, yeah, that comes out to seven. And I know, so he, if he's six and three, Flacco has a loss. That's six and, what, six and three. Flacco has a win. That's seven and three. I think he's one and one Flacco and 0 oh and three Mike White. That's seven and seven. Right, there we have it. See, you slow yourself down. You get to the point you want to get to. But, yeah, I don't look at him as the answer. Tonight we're going to get a real view of what the Jets have going forward. Well, if they can win this game. And there's a guy who on Instagram he put up something and I, I, I thought this scenario, this is what the Jets have to do. Jets have to go, this is the scenario for the Jets to make the playoffs, okay? This is what the Jets have to do. They have to they have to go, where the hell is this stuff? The goddamn Jets. He had a scenario up and the Jets, all the Jets have to do from now on, they have to win all their games. And New York, New, win all three games. New England has to lose one. They get Cincinnati, Miami, and Buffalo. The Chargers have to lose one AFC game against Indiana, Indianapolis, or Denver. Or Baltimore goes in 0-3 oh against Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. It, the Ravens have in his first career start the former yeah the Ravens quarterback Sunday Ravens QB depth chart it is yeah Tyler Tyler Huntley is out so the third string is yeah that's that's not that's not what I'm looking at Ravens QB this Sunday is and I see his face this Sunday is no, he's not making the start. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tyler Huntley's making the start. I'm thinking of the Cardinals. Colt McCoy's out. So the that's me. That's my bad. I'm having I'm having a little bit of you know. Trace McSorley is starting for the Cardinals' first career start this Sunday. 
for for the Cardinals, which I mean, great. So the Cardinals and the Cardinals are playing the Bucks on Christmas Day. That's one of the games we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch TB12 go against Trace McSorley. So the, so as I just said, the the three the scenarios for the Jets: New England loses one game, Cincinnati, which could happen this Sunday, and but the Jets have to go three and zero. So they have to win the Jaguars tonight, which I don't see happening. Then they have to win at Seattle. Then they have to win at Miami to finish the season. Now, the best thing is the Jets win your games, you're in. Okay, take care of your own things. And th- that scenario could happen. I could see New England losing one game going forward because that's the thing. The Jets have to finish ahead of New England because they got swept by New England this year. So that's the thing. And New England lost that boneheaded game on Sunday to the Raiders. And, uh, oh, and Franco Harris died, 72, very young, over 12,000 yards. He scored a touchdown in all four Super Bowl wins. I remember Franco's army when he played. I was never a Steeler fan, but he he was a good guy. Yeah, he was a very good guy. Franco Harris, very good do- guy. He he passed away at seventy. And Ronnie Hillman, who was the leading rusher on the two thousand fifteen Broncos team, died at thirty one yesterday of a rare form of cancer. I was like, oh, that's terrible, terrible. And we went to the funeral yesterday for the m- m- uh, Larry Newman, who my dad went to school with, James Monroe High School. They both went to James Honor High School in the Bronx. And, yeah, it was it was nice. A lot of people spoke. A lot of people there. It was, it was a very nice thing. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy that Michigan's parents are buried there. Andrea's parents are buried there. And my parents were buried there. To be at a place that I've been to numerous times to know that's going to be the final resting place, place for my parents is, yeah, I mean, it's life, right? It's life. It's what you have to deal with. You, you These things happen and you, you know, you, okay. Now, Linsanity. I finally watched 38 minutes at the Garden. Frank Chi. You know, out of high school, Jeremy Lin was the North Northern California Player of the Year, led them to a uh, state championship as high school, and was given zero scholarship offers. His father, they made tape together. When he was a kid growing up, you know, I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't kids like him on the court. And when he was growing up, his mom made him play the piano for five years. And he said the best day ever was when she said, you don't have to play anymore. He said his dad was a big basketball guy. The family was all in. And out of high school, you know, they they put together a tape, pieces of his tape together. No scholarship offers. He got MIT and Harvard. Now, his parents wanted him to go to MIT, which was a good school. MIT was Division Three. He wanted to go D1. And I think he was all Ivy three years. And... LaCobb, Jacob LaCobb, the owner of Golden State, he had played against his son in high school and everything, so he knew him, and he he, he drafted him, or he brought him in, no, he wasn't drafted, he was undrafted, he brought him in against what the, you know, everybody wanted, they didn't want him, he ended up getting cut, but he got picked up, and then, I forget the second team he went to, and then the, his agent said, the Knicks want you. And he walked in, he, he was on the floor of the Knicks floor, and he meets Tyson here, and he goes, hey Tyson, and he, Tyson Chandler was like, who, I, I didn't know who was part of the team, but then he was on the house, this guy on the floor. And, you know, I think one of the coaches said, made a comment about him that he was like, played like a video game, which wasn't, and he said, he didn't know what that meant, but he knows, knows it wasn't as a compliment. And I think they were going to blow it on the game. They finally put him in, and that's when it all took off. And there were a lot of, you know, Asian Male and male and female Asians like Lisa Ling. Um, there was a comedian named Forgets Me. There's a guy who was on the Doogie Howser reboot. He's a comedian. I saw him, and they all talked about how someone that looked like them. You know, they were never, they were never. You know, in society, Asians were looked at. You know, as just smart. You know, the, this and that, but never looked at as someone to take control. You know, as and from an athlete's perspective, it really wasn't something that was common, and that he lit it up, and you know, he was living on his sister's brother, his brother or sister's couch for six weeks. And they were talking about, some Knicks were talking about how this guy was living on a couch for six weeks because he was an unguaranteed co- contract. And, you know, I remember when he finally, you know, I'm, when they were playing, you know, I, uh, Kobe brought up about, they had, what are you going to do with, uh, with uh, Jeremy Lin? He goes, Jeremy Lin, who, who, what are you talking about? Like, basically just shot him down. And he ended up 38 that game in the guard. I remember watching that game. And then I forgot about the game in Toronto. He held the ball and he waved away guys because he went to take that last shot. And a lot of the a lot of the people talking on the show were saying that's not something, you know, 
deferential. You would think he's like, no, I'm taking the shot. He made the shot, and they said the whole goddamn arena was erupted. Everybody, it, you know, they didn't even care. They just, it was like a moment right there. And he, I remember he won a ring with the Raptors, but he, he, he really didn't play a lot. And I remember he wasn't happy. He felt like he hadn't deserved it because he didn't play a lot that season. I remember when he played with the Nets, that the Nets, where he was a starting point guard, first game of the season went down and blew out his knee, and he was going to have a, he was going to be the guy that season. I, I, I'll never forget that. That insanity thing was amazing. Frank Chi, it was a great documentary. I watched it, and I, I think the documentary was 38 minutes. And, you know, I just, I, I watched it, and it, it made me think, and anybody that don't ever have anybody tell you what you can and cannot do. Don't ever listen to anybody that say, you can't do this, you can't do that. And he, the belief he had in himself that he was like, he's like, fuck it, I'm doing this. He goes, I'm going all out. He goes, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, pass, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna just. And he did. I mean, he took over the city. They couldn't keep up the demand of the jersey. I forgot he wore number 17, my lucky number. And I'll tell you, I finally saw it. It came out in October. I couldn't sleep last night. You know, I never did sleep. And it was mesmerizing, just mesmerizing. It was awesome. I, yeah, it was, it was magical. It was magical to watch. And I'm going to watch it again just because it was, you know, you know, that someone looked like them that could, that stood up, went for what he wanted, told, you know, no scholarship to offers. I remember Josh Allen, the only scholarship offer he got out of college to play college football was Wyoming. It's amazing, these guys. Or that, um, what, what the hell? Uh, J.T. Watt was, where did he go? I think he went to Central Michigan as a tight end, and he told his parents he wants to go to Wisconsin. His parents didn't have any money at the time, and he's like, I I'm, I'm going to play Wisconsin. That's where I want to go. Uh, Central Michigan wasn't what I thought it was. I, I, I need to play at a better level. And his parents like, well, you know, we're going to have to pay. And he, his father goes, you have to, you know, you, you, you know, I mean, we're going to let you go. You know, because I think he got a scholarship at Central Michigan, but, you know, you're going to get one shot. And I think he got a scholarship before the even uh, spring practice finished. I mean, that's how much he came in and just dominated. I mean, you just hear about stories like that to believe yourself. And it may be, you know, like, wh why do I doubt myself? Why do I, you know, I made a movie and I, do the, I love the podcast because it's stories like this that get me excited. Talk about stuff like this gets me pumped up. Like, to watch Insanity and to see a kid... You know, one scholarship offer, you know, gets a, sh a couple shots in the NBA and then proves everybody wrong that he can play. He can do everything. You know, Tyler, Tyson Chandler said, I didn't even know that um, that uh, he could dunk. And the best was what, uh, Dancing with, I, I'm blanking on his name, Dancing with Stars, NBA winner, NBA player who won. Iman Shumpert was, he was the best because he was keeping it real. He goes, this guy, he, he was living on a couch. He was sleeping on someone's couch. This guy had nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean, you know, and then they had friends coming over. So we had to stay with Landry Shamit, who was on the Knicks at the time. And he said he had a couch that was four feet wide and he was six, three and he didn't sleep at all. Woke up. And, he, you know, they put him in the game. He had 23 that first game. He was exhausted. And when you're down and out and you have nothing but yourself to believe in, then what are you going to do? Are you going to shit? Are you going to get off the pot? And he just said, fuck it. Even against the, the Lakers, you know, the, the Lakers were two-time. They'd won two championships. The Lakers with Kobe badass Bryant coming in in 2012. It's 10 years now. 10 years! And just going in and going, fuck it, man. I'm go I am I am good. I'm going. I am going to ball tonight, and I'm going to show the world. And it was. It was mesmerizing. It was. He said he felt, felt like it was an out-of-body experience where he did a spin move against Derek Fisher, who was a damn good defender, and was like, I don't even know. What was, I never did that move before. If You have to watch it. That's. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm just rambling in a way, but that's how much it was. I mean, just things keep popping in my head. I don't want to give too much away, but you watch and you're just like, wow, wow. I got to. I got to get. I got to talk to Jeremy Lin because, impressive, just unbelievable. You know, ten years now. It just blew my blew me away. Blew me away. Now, how about this whole Carlos Correa thing? So, <laughs> I had read from somebody that said they wanted him to pay. He signed for twelve years, thirteen years, three fifty. 
with the Giants, and they want them to pay for his physical, which doesn't make sense, but they've had an issue with his physical. So the day of he was going to do, what was this? Was this Wednesday? No, today's Thursday. Okay, Tuesday, they were going to have the press conference, and they found something they didn't like in his physical. So what happens is, the Nick, the, the, I'm sorry, the Knicks, the Mets, Cohen had talked to Scott Boris, his agent, before then, and basically, you know, he took, they got the deal with the 13350 from the Giants, so that that ended. So Boris goes, what's going on? You know, if you, are, you, are you guys signing? Well, you know, I got to do what's best for my client. So he started, he called up Wednesday, no, Tuesday, and basically him and Cohen started the talks together. Now, Boris is in San Francisco, and Cohen was on vacation in Hawaii. They came to a deal at 3.15 a.m. New York time, 12.15 a.m. L.A. time, and 9.15 Hawaii time, Pacific, whatever you want to call it, whatever. And when the deal went through, they said Correa tackled Boris. Someone said a little video of that. But it happened. Nobody was involved except Boris and Steve Cohen. And Buck Showalter woke up Wednesday morning to find out, well, his wife goes, you got Correa. He goes, what are you talking about? He found out. Members of the team found out through social media. The only two guys who knew, the only three guys who knew were Correa, Boris, and Cohen. So Cohen gives him, what was it? What was it, 12 years, 315 or something like that? And and he's going to switch to third base. And he was a teammate on the Puerto Rican team with Lindor. So you got Lindor, Correa, and now all of a sudden, you know, the hype for the Mets has never been this high. They spell Mets with a M-E-T with a dollar sign. And I told Bumbles that you have your Steinbrenner without the, you know, the 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 knee-jerk firing managers thing, but you have an owner who has spent over $800 million. I think they have a payroll of over $380 million. Think about this offseason for the Mets. Think about this offseason for the Mets. The money they have spent on this pro, on, on program, on this team. They have spent... Diaz got $102 million. Verlander got 86 Quintana got 26 They got... Nimmo for a buck sixty-two. Roberts, Ro, uh, Robertson, Robertson for ten million. Senga for seventy-five. Uh, Narvaez for fifteen million. Adovino for two years, fourteen million, and Correa for twelve years, three fifteen. That is a lot of shekels, a lot of shekels, and and McCann got traded to Baltimore for cash considerations. Basically, he's got two years left on a four-year, $40.6 million. I think he makes over $12 million the next year. They got Nitto and Narvaez now, and he's going to he's gonna play for, Cohen's going to pay for most of that too. And he, and what, what do you say? Cohen had to do the deal because the Met fans, because, because he said for the Met fans, he said, even if I'm losing money, I have to do this, and I hope they come to the stadium. Are you kidding me? You think they'll come to the stadium? This, these fans are rabid. Bumbles is talking like, uh, you know, hit him the trophy right now. Now, Listen, last year the Dodgers won 111 games and they didn't make it out of divisional playoffs. But this Mets team is going to be the most exciting team. And I don't disagree with Bumbles. They are taking over New York. I mean, I know you, and I love, love that Judge got named captain because I feel like, hey, he, he stuck with New York. He's the first captain since Judge, the 16th overall. And I was talking to, so Jody's husband, Tom, is a huge fan. And he even go, went down the list. It was Munson. It was Nettles. It was Gidry. I, I know I'm blanking. I think it was Gidry. And then I think Jeter was the next one after that. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the list of Yankees captains. After Gehrig, it has not been, there's not been a lot of Yankees captains. Yeah, list of Yankees captains. Okay, there's been 16 total. Gehrig. Oh, first it was Clark Griffin. Kid. Elberfield, Willie Keeler, Hal Chase, Frank Chance, Roger Peckinpah, Ruth was, Ruth was, Ruth was 1922, then Everett Scott from 22-25, Garrett from 35-39, then Munson, Nettles, Randolph, I didn't know Randolph was 86-88, then Gidry, 
I guess they were both at the same time. They were co-captains. And Mattingly, Jeter, and now G- this is the first captain since 2014. That's a big honor. That's a huge honor. But Mets, unbelievable. Oh, and I screwed up the other day. NHL, I thought the the Penguins were up 3-0. They won 7-3 over the Panthers. It was I thought they had blew the lead. They did not. Yeah. Unbelievable about the Mets. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. C4, Boris called C4 explosive when he tackled them across the bed. Hey, for that kind of money, this is crazy. Eight, 806.1 million, raising the team's luxury tax payroll to 495 million. Yeah, the highest luxury tax threshold, which colloquially, colloquially bears his name as the Cohen's tax. He'll pay more in penalties than the respective payrolls of 10 teams. Yeah. So on Wednesday morning, <laughs> manager Buck Walter woke up when a text from Appler called me. He was in his kitchen in Dallas. He was with his son, Nathan, daughter, Allie. And he was with his children and his four grandson. His wife, Angela, said, did you guys sign Correa? Not that I know of. I think you did. <laughs> I think I think you did. Holy shit. We did. I love that shit. I love that. That is awesome. Oh, f- phenomenal. And today, t- I'm sorry, tomorrow is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. And then he got Tay Crowder on the Giants. He plummeted down the inside linebacker depth chart. Tuesday, waved so they could bring Landon Collins up from the practice squad. Three years, 31 starts, Mr. Relevant. But they released Blake Martinez, so Crowder became the Giants' top middle linebacker. Started for the first eight games before they shifted to a combination of Jalen Smith and rookie Mick and McFadden, the inside. He got zero defensive snaps against the Commanders. After the game, he tweeted, free me, hashtag the Reaper. The words were, were were interpreted as asking to be released. He said he was not the case. He pointed to just a desire to help his teammates win. He apologized to Brian Dable for creating a distraction in the locker room. And now he's gone. Thank you. But, and then I saw something. Do I agree with Scott Caxmore? Don't care what anyone says. There are only five teams that should matter in the postseason. AFC Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, NFC Eagles, 49ers. Look what last season boiled down to. AFC Cape. Uh, Buffalo KC winner versus Cincinnati, San Francisco versus the Rams. Replace the Rams with Philly and, and as NFC's new it team. And here we go. And somebody said that the coaching is so good with the Eagles that even with Garden Minshew, they can win win a title, which I think is a high, is a huge, I think it was Michael Smith I saw that, which I feel is a huge disrespect to Jalen Hurts and what he's done this year with the team. I mean, that's a big fuck you to him. I was like, really? That's what you're saying? Bullshit. I call bullshit on that one. Yeah, I, I did not like that comment at all. I think Jalen Hurts is an integral part of the team. I think Minshew will be, will be. I'm, I, you know, I still think they could be, I think they got a good enough team that if he can get to the weapons and everything, but I really feel it's Jalen Hurts has really stepped up his game this year. And, you know, I mean, he's a hell of a player, man. I mean, this is a guy who was at Bama, got benched at halftime, and Tua got the championship against Georgia, and... He went to cry afterwards. His dad was a coach. Said you gotta be, you know, you know, be tough and whatever, and you know, be there for your teammates. But he said it was embarrassing. I mean, not embarrassing, but it hurt a lot that you know people look at him that he got benched and everything, and you know, went to Oklahoma, led him again, finished second in the Heisman, led them to the college football playoff, and all they keep talking about in Philly was like, oh, I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. Listen, he's no Carson Wentz. He may make a couple bonehead plays, but Carson Wentz makes a ton of them. And Car- Carson Wentz was it was replaced by Heineke, and Heineke to me gives him. I mean, he didn't. He bombed for the Colts last year, and Wentz, and he's. I mean, Commanders. This is the thing. Commanders, wash. Commanders, Giants, Giants eight five one. I hope you guys, you know, finish strong, make the playoffs. But it, I, I feel that the best years are ahead of you because there's so many, so many missing parts of that offense that they need a lot of parts. I mean, he has no real receivers. Is Daniel Jones the quarterback of the future? I don't think so. But who's out there right now and who are they going to get? I think, you know, Dable can make them work in the offense. I'd like to see him with more weapons. If Wondell Robinson had to get hurt, who could know, Who knows? But we shall see going forward what's going to happen. And, yeah. Matt Ryan got benched for the second time, and they're putting in Nick Foles against the Chargers? Are you kidding me? Nick Foles? Sam Ellinger, put him in. See what you have. You know, Jeff Saturday, if you're trying to not keep your job, you're doing a good job. I mean, you're playing musical, you know, chairs with him. And Ryan, $12 million of his 2023 salary fully guaranteed upon his acquisition from the team. And, I mean, they said he's probably taking his last snap in the NFL. I mean, bench for the second time. 
I mean, it, it's a, it's it's crazy. And he and for the first time in the 103 history of the NFL, three teams, Vikings, Jaguars, and Bengals, overcame 17 plus 17 plus point deficits to win in the same week. That's crazy. And Matt Ryan has been on the losing end of the biggest blown lead in regular season history this this year, 33 nothing, when they lost to the Vikings. International game history, 2014, and the NFC championship bowl game history and Super Bowl history. So wait. In regular season, international, NFC Championship game history, and Super Bowl, well, 28-3. And I forgot, okay, so the international, in the NFC Championship game, January 20, 2013, they were up 17-0, they lost 28-24. Yeah, they were number one seed, I thought they should have won that game. Got shut out 14-0 in the second half. Falcons got down to the Niners' 10-yard line in the final two minutes, but they were able to punch it in. I remember he was trying to hit the tight end, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, they lost to the Ravens last year, 34-31. International... They lost to the Lions after bringing up 21 nothing. Lost 22-21 in in 2014. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty tough, huh? Yeah. Oh, Mar- Lions outscored the Falcons 22 nothing in the second half. 48 yarder by Matt Prater as time expired. Falcons got four possessions in the second half, but came up empty on all of them with three punts and a Ryan interception. That's rough. That's rough. Now I could talk about the Pro Bowl games, whatever this bullshit is. There's eight guys from the from the Eagles, A.J. Brown, guard Landon Dickerson, Jalen Hurts, offensive tackle Lane Johnson, center Jason Kelsey, pass rusher Hassan Reddick, running back Miles Sanders, and cornerback Darius Slay. Cowboys have seven, Chiefs seven, Ravens six, Niners six, and Vikings five. Are the other teams at least five? Rams only have Aaron Darnold, who's making his ninth Pro Bowl. Colts, who had an NFL high seven last year, Despite not making the play, playoffs, may have won this year. Offensive tackle Quinton Nelson now has earned a Pro Bowl invitation all five of the seasons. So quarterback is Mahomes the starter, Allen and Burrow the backup, Chubb the starter, Jacobs from the Raiders, Derrick Henry are the backups. Fullback is Patrick Ricard for the Ravens. Wide receiver Tariq Hill is a starter. So is Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Jamar Chase are the backups. Tight end Kelsey, of course, Mark Andrews from the Ravens. Uh, Larry Tunsil from the Texans is a starter. So is Teron. Armstead from Miami, Orlando Brown of Casey, and Frank Schraub Schra put a good point up. Why does the Pro Bowl have to be announced now? What does it matter if you announce it at the end of the season? I mean, do, do you need to get guys ready? It's now called, the, they're playing flag fucking football. So why don't you have a whole, whole season and put it out instead of after 14 games? I think three games can make a big difference. I agree, it's bullshit. I go through all the names. Um, so Jets have two. Quinton Williams is a starter, and so is Sauce Gardner. And... Uh, the special teams guy is Justin Hardy. And Matthew Slater's usually the guy every year who gets it. So three Jets and the one giant is Barkley got is the starter for the Cowboys. Started for uh, over Tony Pollard of the Cowboys and Miles Sanders. Hurts is the starting quarterback. Uh check is the starting fullback for the Niners. Jefferson, of course, AJ Brown, CeeDee Lamb, and Terry McLaurin are the backups. Kittle, the starting tight end. Yeah, there's so and that's the only giant in the Pro Bowl. Bosa deserves it. Brian Burns has been great for the Panthers. DeMarc Lo- DeMarcus. Oh, I'm sorry. Dexter Lawrence on defense is a backup for the interior lineman. So there's two giants in. So three Jets, two giants. Oh, and Quinn Williams is playing tonight today against the Jags, which is awesome. And I like Tariq Wool the rookie for the Seahawks. He's also made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I love Buda Baker. Buda Baker. Buda Baker. Tressway is the punter for Washington. And Jeremy Reeves, who got it, and they showed Rivera telling me he got into the Pro Bowl. He started crying. He goes, your mom will be so proud of you. It was really cool. And Cavante Turpin from the USFL to Dallas is the return specialist, which is pretty cool. And I saw Rich Semini talked about that that Brandon Mann is not getting the job done. From week eight, first New England game to president, he ranks 32nd in net average, 37 a punt. Tied for second, most touchbacks with five, and there have been three punt returns in the NFL. Jets have allowed two of them. To the you know that ga- the first game against New England where they lost, and then Lions last week. So, Rich, I agree. I am taking, you know, I'm going to take the, I'm taking the Jags. I'm taking the Jags. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I would take the Jags seventeen. I think it's to be seventeen seven. I'm taking the Jags today seventeen seven. That's me. I'm going seventeen second seven Jags. Yes. Jags, 17-7. And I think, uh, and they had something that 
Last time he played in the rain or in bad weather, he was terrible. I think he had five total turnovers. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, but I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. At all. And the Devils broke a six-game six game losing streak last night. They won 4-2 with the Panthers. Jesper Bratt had two goals. Knicks, eight-game win streak over at eight. They lost 113-106 to the Raptors. And what did Siakam had 52 and one turnover in 41 minutes. The Nets were up 91-51 at that. Most points ever in a first half on the Warriors. With no Kyrie, they had, I think they had eight guys in double figures. No, all starting, all starting five, all of them had double figures. Uh, Wiseman had 30 for the Warriors, but they were down 91-51. They're playing like shit. They're playing like shit. And so funny last night. So the Hilltoppers were playing West, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers beat the South Alabama, South Alabama in the RNL Carrier Louisiana New Orleans Carrier Bowl. Carrier Bowl. They were up 38-10. They ended up winning 41-23. But on the helmets of the of Western Kentucky, it says tops. Now, you know, if you're here in New York, you know, there's tops and bottoms and and if you're if you if you're if you like men, you would know what that meant. And I know it because, you know, hey, I worked in Chelsea and you know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a twenty I'm a twenty what what two thousand twenty first century man. I know my shit. Because I still remember I had a South Carolina had to say Cox and I just never felt comfortable wearing a cap around that says Cox. Cox, yeah. It just didn't work. I always thought that hat was a little weird, but I thought the tops and the helmets was hilarious. And yeah, so South Alabama was going for their 11th win of the season. It didn't happen. They got blown out. It was ugly. It was, yeah, it was over. It was over quickly. There's a bowl game tonight. Who's playing tonight? Rangers Islanders tonight. Rangers had their seven-game win streak over. The Nets are on a seven-game win streak now. Yeah. Bulls are playing the Knicks. I heard that. Oh, and I also heard that Trey Young might request this trade from the Hawks. And DeMar DeRozan might request a trade for the Bulls. Bulls are playing like shit, 13 and 18. Not playing good at all. The Nets are twenty and twelve, and on a seven-game win streak. Grizzlies, Warriors are fifteen and eighteen. They're twelve and two at home. They are three and three and sixteen on the road. The Warriors three and sixteen. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The Buccaneers, Cardinals at Cardinals with Trace McSorley versus TB12 is the Sunday night game, and the Monday night game is. Justin Herbert versus Nick Foles. Are you fucking kidding me? That's ridiculous. That's terrible. Yeah, Baylor at Air Force tonight in the Armed Forces Bowl, which is... Where is that game being played? At... At... Oh, I think it's played at TCU. Amon G. Carter. Where is Amon G. Carter Stadium? I think that's TCU's campus. Amon... Carter Stadium is in Fort Worth. Yes. Yeah, TCU. That's where it's played tonight. And who's favored in the game is Baylor by three and a half. Air Force nine and three. Baylor's six and six. What I see, Jaden Daniels is coming back to LSU, which is a good move on his part. I talk Bo Nix is coming back to Oregon. Oregon had a phenomenal, you know, that yesterday was signing day. And I saw a guy flip three different times to, yeah, three different, three different. They called it um, flip a flip a flip a felt instead of Philadelphia, flip a felt Philadelphia, yeah, Philadelphia, yeah. The Sooners got a five star who has been a uh, Sooners flipped. I think it's a cornerback flipped cornerback. What was his name? Yeah. Yeah, they just flipped the guy. They just flipped the guy, uh, flipped cornerback today. I think he's a cornerback. Yeah, Peyton Bowen flips again now to Oklahoma. Went from Notre Dame to Oregon to now to Oklahoma on Thursday. Number 14 overall, number two safety. As I reflect in, on yesterday's world, when I recognize I made some mistakes that I regret and will learn from them, never, never getting this process has been a roller coaster. He's the second five-star com- 
five-star prospect to decommit from Oregon this week. His number three quarterback, Dante Moore, flipped to UCLA because, hey, listen, the Ducks signed defensive end Matayo Ugalele, who's the brother, DJ's his brother, brother of former quarterback DJ Clemson, flipped three key players, cornerback Dalen Austin from LSU, quarterback Austin Novosad from Baylor, and running back Jaden Lamar from Washington. They entered the day rank 14th and ended it top five. Without Bowen, though, they will move down. Doesn't matter. But here's a kid, third different school. Gets me nervous that after if he doesn't play a lot this year, he'll be somewhere else. Oh, and LeBron, fant- last five games. Wow. 35-33-30, And they're 13-18. and 18. And they lost last night to the Kings. So great. Playing great. You're 13-18. and 18. Cut the shit. Let's just stop. Stop the, stop the madness. Oh, and FIFA wants to do the World Cup now every three years because all the money they made. And Fox said that was the highest rated American soccer match ever on the network. So good for them. But yes, World Cup they won every three years. Well, they make it a funny. Why not? And high ankle sprain. Ryan Tannehill's probably, they say, done for the season now. And it's going to be the rookie at a liberty, Malik Willis, who will play this week. They also signed University of Tennessee star Joshua Dobbs of the Detroit Lions practice squad. And Tannehill's future is uncertain. He signed a four-year, $118 million extension before the 2020 season. But there's an out in his contract this offseason. They already fired general manager John Robinson. And, you know, Vrabel could be gone too. I guess we'll see what happens. Tannehill has not played well. So they will play... So the Titans are playing. Who are they playing this week? They are playing. They play Houston at home, Dallas at home, and then they have at Jacksonville, which could decide the conference. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the. I don't like Jackson's chances. I don't like. I think. I think they're going to come in. And this was interesting. So the Packers failed to make the playoffs. One of the various reasons for it is this. The offense wasn't watching practice film together early in the season, making it even harder for the rookies to get comfortable with the new quarterback. They had a, they had a veteran group of wideouts, so they'd have their own. They'd have position groups instead of the whole offense meeting together. And you have young guys. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Now, that he gave no reason for this, LaFleur. But it sounds kind of interesting, especially with young guys. You want them to be, you know make them more comfortable with their quarterback. Yeah. But they decided to watch practice together as a whole unit. He didn't have much of an explanation why they switched. But I would think with the young guys, you want to make it easier for them in games and everything. That's that's me. I would say that's something I would want to, you know, that'd be big for me. But, hey, what do I know? And I saw that. I was like, wow, that that's kind of crazy. Now, Tulane, quarterback Michael Pratt and center Sincere Hainsworth both announced they'll come back in 2023. Teams had eyes on Pratt's, especially as a potential transfer, and they're playing USC, which is going to be without. 2021 Blintikoff winner will not play in the... Addison is out of the Cotton Bowl. He is an ankle injury, but it, they said he's going to go pro. He caught 59 to 875, eight touchdowns. Also, Andrew Voorhees... Senior offensive lineman and Richard senior center Brett Nelson will be both be available to play. They both were injured. Voorhees will begin rehabbing and preparing for the NFL draft. Yeah, Addison's going pro. I mean, you, you expect more of this, but I don't think Addison had as great a year as I expected. He did have great moments. He was really good at Pittsburgh, but Pickett left. He wanted to go somewhere. And he had a good season, but he didn't have a fantastic season this year. And JT Daniels has committed to transfer to Rice. Fourth college stop in his career. USC, Georgia, and West Virginia. And five-star USC, true freshman starter for Trojans. Missing piece for Georgia, they went to with Stetson Bennett. Then he became a backup. And he wasn't great at West Virginia, and he's going to start at Rice now. Great. Cool. Awesome. And Clemson got a very highly high, um, a good recruiting class. But for Dabo Swinney, it's more about, NIL stands for, you know, you know, he talked about that NIL, the focus has always been on from the inside out. Honestly, for me, we built this program on NIL. We really did. It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We built this program in God's name, image, and likeness. That's how I look at it. As things have changed, God has always been the foundation of what I do. We've been dealing with this name, image, and likeness for a long time. I think as this new era has come forward, God just continues to bless us here at Clemson, except going to college football playoffs. 
Yeah, he's very big into his faith. So more power to you, Dabo. And I heard players come and they get baptized and everything. And hey, that's all right. I really don't need to hear it. I don't care. I, I think it's great that you have God and everything. But it's another reason why I will not be rooting for for Clemson. Call me a hater. I just find it's a little too much. It's a little much. I think I, you know, yeah, I, his faith, it's great. I love the strong faith. But, you know, when you say we do things a little differently here. You know, we do everything in God's name, image, and likeness. Yeah, I, there's just something about it that's, it just, it just, yeah, rubs me the wrong way. I, I, you can have your religion, but don't, don't throw it in my face. I don't need to hear about it. I don't need to, you can do whatever you want. But once you start talking about it to me, I shut down. I'm like, yep, I don't need this. Yeah, we don't, because I don't, I don't talk about that kind of stuff. But I saw that and I was like, yep, yeah, never rooting for them. Yeah. And Georgia is going to get Mississippi State's top receiver, Rara Thomas, who Mississippi State this past year, 626, seven touchdowns, 44 catches. Hey, listen, they're going to need wide receivers. They're going to have a new quarterback next year. We'll see what happens going forward. And yeah. And Jaden Daniels came back because they said he didn't get a good review rating from the rating from the blah, 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 from evaluators, town evaluators for the draft. So he come back another year. I think that's a smart move on his part. You know, another season behind center. There, he's coming back. You have, I mean, two for 2,774 yards, 16 touchdowns, three interceptions, another eight, 18 on the ground, played at Arizona State three years. You know, I think he's coming back. He'll be another year under Brian Kelly. Return its top six offensive linemen, its top three receivers, and now it's starting quarterback. Could they go, hey, could be the same thing when Burrow got that second year. Anything's possible. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, and, and the Knicks got stripped of their 2025 second-round pick Wednesday as a, because of the tampering for Jalen Brunson. You know, he signed a four-year, $110 million deal with the Knicks. Mavs didn't never received a chance to make an offer. He's averaged a career-high 21, career-best 21 this season, second only to Julian Randle. And they said it really doesn't impact the Knicks because it's their own second-round pick. They have the better of Utah or Cleveland's 2024 second-rounder. They have Detroit and Miami's as well. They have a lot of future seconds. Losing one doesn't make a big deal. I agree with Fred Katz on that one. And the, the Nets won yesterday. But, you know, some guys at Knicks game, some Knicks guys had good games yesterday in the loss. Well, Brunson had 7 points, 12 rebounds, didn't shoot well. Quickly had 20 off the bench. Randall had 30, Barrett had 30, but Siakam had freaking 52, nine rebounds, seven assists. That's a game, dude. And I talked about the Nets. That is their first win. At, at, I'm sorry. So the Knicks, when they beat, they beat Golden State the day before, first win at MSG over Golden State in 10 years. 10 years the other night. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. 36, point, oh, 36 points off turnovers, too. And crazy yeah and the Nets have took about seven in a row Golden State's 3 and 16 on the road 15 and 18 overall nine Nets in double figures Wiseman had 30 off the bench and Steve Kerr suggested the Nets recent success has been more a byproduct of the team getting healthy than Jacques Vaughn's coaching really really you think it's it's healthy and such why, why would you be dissing Jacques Vaughn it's because they're healthy you know, it's kind of like what they said, you know, if, if they, they have Minshew instead of Hurt, that they, 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 they'll lose, you know, it's not the same quarterback, but they'll still, they still enough to win it all. I, I think it's a, it's a disrespect to the players, you know, and I think that's a disrespect to Vaughn with the coaching of this. I think he's really brought this team together. They're playing great ball now. They were 2-5 and five and since he took over. They're 18-7, uh, and seven, and it's because they got healthy? No, bullshit, bullshit. That game where he had eight guys out and they beat Indiana – Showed me something. You know, he got everybody to play. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's, you know, hey, if they keep winning, he's got a shot at uh, coaching the All-Star game. And I love this. Malika Andrews asked John Morant, who do you look at around the league as you're studying and say, we're going to have to run through them? Celtics. No, in the West, he goes, nah, I'm fine in the West. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. And Nowitzki, Popovich, and Dwayne Wade are among several high-profile first-time first nominees. Pagasol, Tony Parker, and the 1976 U.S. Olymp US Olympic women's team. Nowitzki, 14-time four four All-Star, six with over 31,000 points. Popovich, five-time NBA champion, 
three-time NBA coach there, Wade, third-time All-Star, three-time NBA champ, USA Gold in 2008. Yeah, come on. That's that's amazing. And Pele is in elevated care due to kidney and cardiac dysfunction, stemming from cancer. They said he's going to stay in the hospital. That's not good. You're dealing with kidneys. You need kidneys, and you need your heart. And Messi is getting a contract extension with PSG. So it doesn't look like he's going to play in Miami, winter Miami, anytime soon, which, yeah. Which, and he would have been the highest paid player in the MLS, but come on, he would rather play in the, he'd rather be playing overseas. That's, that's the end of your career. And he wants to still play in another World Cup. So we'll see what happens on that front. Yeah, Brandon Man, yeah, Minshew's going to start. Uh, Chase Young going to make a season debut versus the Niners. Tannehill likely mostly out. Yeah, ruled out. Malik Willis will start against the Texans. Crazy. Yes, talked about that. Nick Sirianni says, look like, yeah, Minshew's starting. Lakers interested in Cam Reddish. Intrigued by him. Intrigued. Okay, well, hey, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Trey could request trade. I talked about that. Landon Collins was put on the active roster. Plenty at linebacker after bump up. Halliburton goes on air. Ollie Zerbeck apologized last night for calling Tyrese Halliburton a wannabe fake all-star. Well, I guess that's, yeah. I don't know why we, why he'd be, Halliburton plays well. He's well. And Clarkson with the Jazz extension. They're talking, Chris Haynes says. Hendrickson is going to play Saturday with a broken wrist. Wow, against the Pats. That's that's serious. Will Myers got signed by Cincinnati, $1.75 million. Gary Payton the second close to uh, coming back. Close to make a season debut next week after undergoing undergoing offseason core surgery. That will help. That will give them a, a a pump, a burst, something good. I like that a lot. Yeah, wow. Mets are yeah. I agree. Mets. It's a, and YouTube lands exclusive NFL Sunday ticket deal at two billion per year. The money and I love. Oh, and Carolina beat beat Michigan last night, and my cousin Teddy feels that they should fire. They should fire um, uh, Howard, Jawan Howard. And I'm like, why? I said, if anything, they kept coming back. And Carolina didn't have, you know, almost didn't put the game away. There was a little fracas in the first half. I was at home. I missed that. But they went on a 19-8 run, run after that. They were up at the half. They were up by 11 at one point, And they almost blew it. And it was close. But Dickinson, Hunter Dickinson showed me that he is not NBA quality. I thought that uh, Baycott made him look silly. I thought everybody made him look silly. R.J. Davis, like, made him come out and just lofted one over his head. Dickinson, what, nine points, fouled out. He he was never in the game. And to me, he looked slow as shit on the court. And I don't think he's played that well this season. I think he's been okay, but I think Jed Howard is a beast. Jed Howard's going to be really good for them. And and this is what uh, Hubert Davis said. I was fired up. I was ready to compete. It's hard to have played, and then you can't go out there. I'd love, I'd love, I'd love to be out there. I miss that. I miss that competition. I love that competitiveness, and it doesn't take very much at all for me to get into it. Okay, good for you, dude. You stay. You stay. And the White Sox now they're going to keep Liam Hendricks. I heard that the Yankees might go after the Mets in hopes that they can bounce back and win the AL Central title. We'll see if that comes to fruition. And 16 of the 20 high school signees for Florida, Billy Napier. There are four additional transfers that will enroll in January. So they can have early guys that are already going to come and, and get, you know, start working with the team, which is amazing. That's, that's, that blows my mind how quickly these guys. And Brooklyn scored 143 last night. They had 11 players to score eight-plus points on 50% or better on field goal shooting. 11, which is the most since OKC had 10 back in, in, two, in last season. 11. It's pretty impressive, right? And Jokic and and Doncic lead the NBA with triple doubles with six. Moran has three. Sabonis has two for Sacramento, and Siakam has two for Toronto. Pretty impressive, right? And R- R- Roman Yossi is now the Predators' all-time leading point scorer with five hundred sixty-seven in one hundred forty-seven games. He passed David Legwand, who did it in two hundred ten games. He only. Yossi's done it in 147. That's pretty impressive. So congrats to you for the record. The Niners defense, single season, 49ers history, most consecutive games, allowing 17 points or fewer. 84, they had eight. They won the Super Bowl. 81, they did eight. They won the Super Bowl. 2022, seven. 
and we'll see what happens. Longest streak by any team since the 2019 Patriots. Damien, this could be the year. Thank you, Dove Climate, for that one. I mean, they are playing dominant football right now. Dominant, dominant football. We'll see what happens. And KD wanted the Knicks on Christmas, but he said his all offseason, so he wanted to be traded. I, yeah, I don't understand why they're not playing each other on Christmas. That should be the game. Knicks-Nets. That's the game I want to see. That's the game that we all would want to see. Yeah, so YouTube is taking over. We reached a deal for a Sunday ticket. Congrats to them. Yada ying, yada you. Two billion. Crazy. And New York Yankees talking to Pittsburgh about Reynolds. But the Pirates prefer starting pitcher in return. I think you always need pitching. Do not give up pitching. Do not give up pitching. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. I don't like that. Yeah. And Lawrence committed five turnovers in a wet, windy game against the Eagles earlier this season. Okay, five turnovers. Say Jones last week, six catches, a buck nine, three touchdowns. Will f likely face Sauce Gardner, allowing one catcher fewer in half his games this year in coverage. Cold and rainy it's going to be. Yeah, FIFA... Delivered a record revenue of $7.5 Of course they want to play every three years. Yeah, come on. Yeah, and this is uh, Yanni Gianni Infantino. Every three years? Yeah, hey, what, why not? Yeah. Back the idea of a biennial World Cup, which he said would increase revenue by $4.4 over a four-year cycle. Crazy. 2025 Club World Cup will be 32 teams. I think they're going to 48 teams in the World Cup, which is crazy. Yeah. Fox Sports coverage of Argentina's epic victory over France was the most-watched World Cup men's final on American-English language television. Yes. Frank Chi, you rock. Siakam now, uh, Pascal Siakam, Pascal Siakam now tops the list for the most points in Raptors history in a two-game span, 90 this year, past DeMar DeRozan at 87 back in 2018. Vince Carter had 85 and two games in, in uh, 2000 and in 2001 at 84. Congrats to him. And Michael Lee, I love this. The Colorado ex-Jackson Staters. So Travis Hunter said he was going to take a little while to decide where he was going to go. Yeah. Dude, he's going to, uh, he's going to uh, play at uh, Colorado. So is offensive tackle, FCS All-American, Tyler Brown. He's going. Shador Sanders, he's going. And yeah, the... James Mc, 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 uh, McCann will be the highest paid player in 2023 with the majority of his salary played, paid for by Stephen Cohen. Yeah, Travis Hunter also going to Colorado. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was hilarious when I saw that one. Yeah, the Magic are 6-1 over the last seven games. All right, Magic, congrats to you guys playing some good ball. James Wiseman at 30 last night. Unbelievable. I forgot what the game was nuts last night. I mean, nuts. 91-51 at the half. Just blows my mind. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, and now and now you got Correa who's going to play third base. That blows my mind. Yeah, Baycott had 26 points. Uh, Bufkin for Michigan at 22. So they won 80-76 over Michigan. They're 8-4 and four now. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I think that's great. So now you have Max Scherzer, Lindor, Alonzo, Correa, Verlander, Kodai Senga, and, and, and he's worried. And that's what Cohen said. I hope the fans show up. Yeah, they're going to show up, buddy. Yeah. He has to take a physical. I don't think that's going to, you know, he had, a, he had a back injury, back issue early in his career, but hadn't sidelined him in any of the last three seasons. He said, we need one more thing, Cohen said, and this is it. This was important. This puts us over the top. This is a good team. I hope it's a good team. It's a good team, dude. It's a good team. 91 points in the first half. 71% from the field. Unbelievable. Crazy. And how about this? Caitlin Clark, fewest games to 2,000 career points. Division, uh, in Division One, men or women, debuted since, who debuted since 99-2000. Did it in 75 games. Uh, Deladon did it in 75 games in 2012. Uh, Kadrin Clark did it for the men in 78. And another name, Antoine Davis, the men back in, two, in 2021. And Curry did it in 82 games, 75 games for Caitlin Clark, 2,000 points. She is amazing. Yeah. Payroll. The Jets, the Mets. Wow, payroll's out of control. Never been this high ever. And Iowa lost to Eastern Illinois. They were a 30-point favorite. Before today, before last night's upset, no men's college basketball team had lost outright to it. 
outright as at least a 30-point favorite in the last 30 years. Eastern Illinois, 92-83. And Iowa's 8-4. Eastern Illinois is 4-9. And, and they said Iowa giving up 92 points at home is not a good sign going forward for them. Yeah. Yeah, not good at all. And Conforto could be go, go to the Giants. They might have interest. He missed last season with a shoulder injury. I guess we'll see what happens on that one. Yeah, and Dylan uh, Reduns has torn his ACL for the Titans. He's lost for the season. That sucks. Tannehill done for the season. That's not good. Yeah, that's that's not good at all. And, okay, so Eric Gilbert starts at LSU. Wasn't happy there. Transferred to Georgia. Plays in three games last year, and now he's going to the transfer portal again. I'm like, dude, stay somewhere and show you can play, you can ball, and then maybe, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I keep hearing about him. And I'm like, dude, what's going on with you? You, you keep, you keep, you know, uh, your third transfer. I mean, I know you were. He was unhappy when they got rid of Orgeron. Then he went to. I thought he'd be great at Georgia. I mean, they brought powers there, but transferring again. Played three games last season, and they said he has all the talent in the world. But you got to get your head head together, dude. Do it. Lonzo Ball sees improvement in his surgically repaired left knee, but it's still not ready to go. Yeah, he's not coming back anytime soon. That's that's not happening anytime soon, dude. That's not even close. Nick Foles. Are you fucking kidding me? Nick Foles? Really? Yeah, so Matt Ryan is 12 million. This is from Jason o- over the cap. 12 million guaranteed for next season, another 7.2 million guaranteed for injury. They need to make a final roster decision before the third day of the 2023 league year. Yeah, good good luck. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's going somewhere else. Yeah, crazy. Franco Harris, that sucks. And Michael Brantley's Astros sixty million if he reaches five hundred twenty-five plate appearances next season. That's a that's a guy a guy you want off the bench. Yeah, Frank Ryan is four-time Super Bowl champion, MVP of Super Bowl nine, nineteen seventy-two NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, nineteen seventy-six Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, over twelve thousand rushing yards, fifteenth most in history, ninety-one career rushing touchdowns, tied for eleventh most in NFL history. He had a career, man. He he was he was damn good. Yeah, Franco Harris. Jokic just gets it done. And Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz is now going to Florida. I like that move. I think he needed a change of scenery. And I was going to go off that the the Niners made the rookies pay $300,000 for a meal. And Eric Armstead said it was a prank. The the, the waitress, the dinner was $7,500. Uh, three vets gave $3,000. The rookies split $4,500. Good. Because I was like, I was about to rip them apart. And I'm glad it was... They said, "Come on, it wasn't. That, that's not what really happened." So I was like, "Okay, good," because I was, I was like, "That's not cool, man." If the bill was that high, he said it was, yeah, no. I like that Toledo won a won a bowl game, man. T- Toledo winning bowl games. We'll see what happens. Devils, phew. yeah, Devils with Carolina's on a seven game win streak. Yeah, Devils were not. Thank God, Devils got a win finally, man. Providence is now twenty seven one in its last twenty eight home games. Thank you, John Fanta, for that. Yeah, so Devin Duvernay suffered a foot injury in practice on Tuesday, so they signed Watkins, who was released by the by the Packers. And Brandon Drury is going from San Diego with two years, seventeen million with the Angels. Okay, good for you, dude. Oh, and Michigan women beat UNC 76-68. It was never that close. And how about this? Eagles employees sent Peterson. 35 Philly cheesesteaks for Jags beating the Cowboys. I love that shit. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, Huskies were losing to... Um, Huskies were losing to... Georgetown then blew them out in the second half. Yeah, Zion Clark, man. Last show, yeah. Sammy Watkins is now a... You know, and Emil, um, Emil Martinez holds a baby Mbappe during the World Cup parade. Sometimes I think you I mean, the world has become this place where we have to be total assholes sometimes. I'm like, dude, not cool. Not cool at all. All right. That's all I got for today. Oh, wait. Yeah. Let me get the trivia questions. Let me get the trivia questions. All right. Trivia questions from last show. Okay. Trivia questions from last show was... 
Your last show trivia question was, only one player since the NFL merger to have a career with 10 passing touchdowns, 10 rushing touchdowns, 10 receiving touchdowns, Taysom Hill. Thank you for that one. Thank you. And cold weather is expected this weekend in multiple NFL games, including wind chill. Which team has hosted the coldest game in NFL history? Was it the... Who, who hosted the coldest game in NFL history? Was it the Vikings? Was it the Bills? Was it the Bears? Or was it the Bengals? Was it the Bears, Bengals, Packers, or Vikings? Bears, Bengals, Packers, or Vikings? Who has hosted the coldest game, including Winchill, ever in NFL history? That's all I got for today. Send them to Michigan. My parents, Mrs. S. I got to go. Peace out. I'll talk to you later. Adios.